0: jam out just a little bit. Every time I come on, I love hearing all this different music that I try every day. I still haven't decided on one that's just perfect because they all sound so good. So what's up everybody and welcome once again to the recording of the podcast known as Going Full Nerd. All right, let me vibe out on this music just one more time, just a little bit. All right, let's get this music down where it needs to be to a more respectable level what's happening to everybody that joins in on the live podcast recording here on youtube but you know what's going on we got to go ahead we got to do as always i do my shout outs what's happening to my man low cuts what's happening wilbur Glad that you could pop in and everybody else if you want to get the little shout out go ahead say something in the live chat if you can and you will get acknowledged so check this out folks as always, we gotta go ahead and do what we call the shameless plug section of the show. I do it in the beginning, get rid of it. Excuse me, get done, and you know, then we could get on to the good stuff. So the shameless plug goes as follow. Please make sure you follow me on Twitter. That's at onyx one nine six nine. You can see it across the bottom of your screen. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's already done so just go ahead make sure you you tell your friends to go to youtube.com slash going full nerd hit the like hit the subscribe and share it with people and you can join in have the chat going in the background while I bring up different nerdy subjects and you know get that camaraderie going what's happening to my man Omar that jumped into the live chat thank you very much thank you very much so now Let's get the rest of the Shameless Plug going. Please make sure you check out the podcast itself while you're driving to work, coming home from work, while you're sitting in the bathroom with a nice magazine. Put it on your favorite podcast software, which can be anchor.fm slash Nerd, or look for Going Full Nerd on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Pandora or whatever you choose to consume your listening pleasure. Okay, now that I got that out the way, we've got one more requirement, one more thing that we always do. So let's talk about the top five box office this weekend when it comes to movies. Now, just to kind of clarify for a lot of people, because I know a lot of people sent me questions about, well, why didn't you talk about the Oscars last week? Why was it? Yo, I don't watch every movie. I only watch the nerdy stuff. I watch the stuff that appeals to me or even appeals to the audience. You know, so if it's got, you know, some heart-wrenching message... <coughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm not giving you any heart wrenching messages um, I'm not really doing anything to uh, What's the best way for me to put it To broaden your horizons We are here for low, down, dirty, gritty, goofy fun <laughs> But anyway, let's check it out Coming in at number one this week was Jim Carrey and the Sonic the Hedgehog How the heck did a old Sega game get to the top of the box office now it pulled 57 million dollars wow for an initial offering at the box office hey it is what it is especially after the outcry when they changed sonic you know they had the people complaining about the eyes and how it looked okay they went sent it back got everybody at paramount to redo the special effects and then from what I heard, they fired everybody after it was done. <laughs> Yo, I don't know how true that is, but I think that's a pretty jacked up story. But anyway, coming in at number one, 57 mil Sonic the Hedgehog. Coming in at number two with one of the biggest drops in domestic box office that I've seen, and that's Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Or as the... People call it now. It's Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. I don't know. They say they changed the title. I'm still calling it by the long form title. I gave it a review. You see it. Go check it out on the podcast or go check it out on the YouTube channel. Hear what I say. But it went from $33 million last week on this first weekend to $17.1 million. I don't know if it's just the movie's not bad. I mean, I'm gonna say it. The movie's not bad. Check out my review. It ain't nothing to write home about, but it's not bad. But what I am going to say is this. What is tanking this movie? Is it the writing? Is it, I mean, when I say the writing, is it these guys and people on the internet that are just like, oh, it's not sexy enough and things like that? Is that it? Or is it the fact that Warner Brothers don't know how to market properly for their superhero properties? Is that... I mean, I think it's that. But, you know, it is what it is. Let's continue on. Coming in at number three is the remake of 70s television, Fantasy Island. Yo, is anybody else noticing that all the nineteen seventy shows are coming back as either goofy comedies or... Horror movies. So I, you know, as a horror movie, I'm not really trying to see it, but coming in at third this week, Fantasy Island, I might try to find an alternative way to see this movie it was by House or Sony Pictures releasing. Um, million for the Fantasy Island remake I mean, there's no tattoo There's a Mr. Rourke Played by our boy, Michael Pena You know, Luis from the Ant-Man movies I wish he was in there Talking like Luis from the Ant-Man movie Maybe that would bring me in But it is what it is 12.4 million, dang Hmm, I wonder what the budget on that was I have to go look that up Coming in at number 4 Is a movie I know nothing about Called The Photograph And that pulled in 12.2 million (laughs) dollars wow universal pictures that i'm sorry it is what it is and coming in at number five is last week's number two will smith martin lawrence bad boys for life pulling in 11.3 million dollars and that is your top five domestic box office for you know valentine's day weekend that that, that i showed you a hey, Love the one you went, folks. <laughs> For some people, you know, but it is what it is. So, are we ready to get to the meat of today's podcast recording? Are we ready to get to the juicy part? Because we had a lot of stuff, but this, I think, ticked the cake. I mean, as you can see, you could tell by the title. You know, the title of today's show was Costume Outrage First Look, The Batman of the of the film The Batman twenty twenty one. Let's give give a quick reminder it is Robert Pattinson as the Batman. So, you know, here we go. You know, I I, I talked a little bit a while ago when they first announced Robert Pattinson and we were joking around a little bit, talking about our Batman could sparkle because he played the vampire in Twilight, you know, and things like that. So it is up to this. So I feel, you know, all jokes aside, all BS aside, your boy has to talk about this 35 second costume Reveal they had online. Now, with that costume reveal, it wasn't much. It was a little 35 second clip. Uh, you know, YouTube purposes, you know, copyright infringement purposes, I'm not going to show the video. You can go find it online. It's everywhere. So you could see what you see. But, you know, it's up to your boy to be the voice of reason. Okay? You got people saying it looks great. You got people who hate it. And You know, we got a first look at the costume to be worn by Robert Pattinson in this in-development film. Just letting you know, that was a camera test. It is no way near the final costume, I don't think, okay, for the movie. I mean, we are over, a little over a year out from when this thing is supposed to hit theaters. So that means they're either filming or they've done film, something, you know, I don't know Hollywood like that. I'm just a regular guy, but I read a lot. Okay? So, this is the thing. I think we go through this every time we get a superhero movie. I I really think we do. I really think we do. I remember the outrage um, back in the day when the X-Men wore black leather. I think we got the same kind of outrage when Superman put his drawers on the inside of his costume for Man of Steel. If you, you, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, we got this outrage most recently with Harley Quinn looking like she just jumped out a hot topic in her movie, you know, Birds of Prey. So here's the deal. All right. We got to We got to be better people. We got to be better than this. I mean, we could be mad. We could be great, but let's listen to this Matt Reeves, he revealed the teaser You know, and we got the first Glimpse of Robert Pattinson In, and I'm going to call it The proposed Batsuit I'm going to call it the proposed Batsuit Because until we get the final movie We don't know, and as you see I got a lot of Batman related Material in the background Because I want to show my support for the Batman, you know So here goes the deal All right, this is the deal The Matt Reeves footage, it had like a bunch of close ups. You know, it had the music playing, you know, it almost like, you know, with with the good, with the music playing. And it didn't do one thing it didn't show us the suit in color. Okay. It had this red tinted video, which drove some fans completely crazy and the reason being it drove people crazy it was looking a lot like the Netflix daredevil costume than a traditional Batman okay that's why everybody was tripping all right that's what that's why people were tripping in addition you know it it was just crazy I mean I'm gonna tell you I, I I'll put it like this When I saw this on screen, somebody posted that image on Twitter, I thought I would lose it. And the captions that read on it were like, yo, come on, Warner Brothers, y'all not even trying. (laughs) It's like, you know, because I remember a few months ago, they were um, auctioning off the Daredevil and the Marvel Netflix studio props costumes and all that stuff I kind of think that maybe somebody from Warner Brothers went over there and bought it up and said yo uh, I'm going to need to use this homie I got a movie coming out I need to do a couple of things but the similarities were kind of funny I I thought it was you know I I joke I laugh but you know you see it you can't unsee it so it's funny it's funny but Maybe they'll have to go ahead and get a good lawyer. I got I got a card from a good lawyer. Maybe they want to call these guys to make sure, you know. So, you know, sorry, podcast people. You're going to have to go to the YouTube channel to catch that last little joke I just did so you can see what I did on screen. But, you know, the thing is, you know, some people are liking it. Some people say they got some good close-ups and it looks good. Some people, like my man Wilbur mentioned, he said a lot of people have seen the references to it, make, saying that it looks a lot like the um, Arkham Batsuit from the video games, which is more of an armored look, armored tech-like look. But what I am going to say, you know, the one thing that really kind of got me... Is that, you know, in looking at the picture of Robert Pattinson, I'm gonna let me bring that, that daredevil comparison up one more time. And, and looking at that, if you look at him a little bit, um, he's looking kind of, he's looking kind of skinny. And it's, it's, it's you know, it, it makes me think he might need like a bat cookie and some bat milk to fill out, you know, he might need to hit the gym, you know, and it's look at the forehead so far because they didn't show everything. The, it, His forehead is looking huge It's looking like he got an airhead in this picture But you know I'm not gonna You know I'm not here to downplay and clown on it I'm I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing a decent film So (laughs) I don't know Maybe I just got used to Ben Affleck Um you know, being a little bit heavier set, a little chunkier Batman. I don't know. Christian Bale worked out. He got a little ripped for it. You know, so it is what it is. I I don't know. I don't know. But this is what we're getting now. You know, we're getting another Batman reboot. We're not getting another Green Lantern movie. We're not getting a Flash movie yet, I hope. Okay. We're not getting a Cyborg movie. Yo, it, the dude that plays Cyborg <laughs> Is he doing anything else? Because it's like after they tanked that with the Snyder Cut, yo. Yo. (laughs) I think he at the unemployment office. That's why he keep hashtagging release the Snyder Cut. But anyway, but this is the deal. The costume itself, when looked in at detail, okay, we can kind of think about a couple of things. Now here goes the thing, and I'm gonna let's let's bring this picture up. Like you look at it, there's some stitching on the cow. If you get a high res picture, you can't really get it on here, but if you get a high res picture and look at it, it's got stitching on the cow, which means this could be a first attempt at a bat suit by the character. Okay. Second, either intentionally or not, they did not show the iconic Bat ears that you see you see my shirt but they don't they didn't show the iconic bat ears on the cow so you know we don't know if they're the short ones the long ones you know and you know just like you know we mentioned Omar mentioned it in the side the chat and, and I know this too is this is supposed to be a year one Batman you know sort of like when Batman begins you know but how many times are we going to go ahead and reboot this story and get who gets so many different takes on, it. you know, it is what it is. Lastly, we got one more popular theory about this bat suit. Okay. And that is when you look at the images in the high res picture, the logo, the bat logo, the iconic bat logo seems to be made out of a gun. Now, that is a twist. People are like, whoa, wait a minute. Batman wouldn't have a gun on his chest? Well, here goes the thing. Okay. Now, the theory, I'm going to say it's a theory because we don't know. The movie's not out yet. The movie's not even finished yet. It, some fans, they believe it to be the gun that belonged to Joe Kitchell, the mugger who killed Bruce's parents. Now, that could be kind of crazy. But let's take a look at it real quick. Um, for those online. And as you can see, it looks like a gun cut in half. I think I need to make this bigger. Let me go ahead, make this a little bit bigger. And if you look at it, it looks like the handles, or is it the thing, of a gun you know, forged into a chess piece. Which, now that's pretty darn interesting. That's pretty There's something to think about, right? And, you know, you would think that that's an original idea. You think that's like, "Mm -hmm. okay, okay. But here goes the thing. If you go back to, I forget which um, writer did it, which comic book it was, but they say that the bat symbol, uh, let's talk, it's the traditional round, yellow, like, like on my hat in back of the picture, they say that Batman actually got the gun from the mugger who killed his parents, melted it down, and it's a metal piece behind the yellow bat on that particular bat costume, and, you know, the whole purpose of having the yellow was to draw gunfire, because, you know, people, if he's in an all-black costume with that big yellow spot, that's a target, so, you know, it's, you know, People have said in the past that that's the draw fire, and that's probably the most heavily armored part of the Batman, even though we've seen stuff, seen him get shot, all that good stuff. Okay. I I could dig that. I could dig that. So, don't know, but I think a lot of people prefer the guns. As the bat symbol, rather than the bat nipples <laughs> from previous Batman movies from the from the nineties. <laughs> so I mean, your choice. You know, you can complain all you want. You're gonna have either the the bat guns or the bat nipples. I, I, it is what it is. I mean, me personally. I prefer the back guns over the, you know, George Clooney bat nipples. I mean, the rubber suit, I mean, it is what it is. So that's just something to think about. Now, here's the thing. For some people, that could be a little intense, but that's, you know, this is supposed to be a serious, Batman is a serious comic book character, you know, I know we're all used to the Adam West, the joking, the Bat 2C, the Bat Shark repellent, and all that other good stuff, but, you know, of what I grew up on laughing and enjoying Batman, but, you know, if you go to the comic books, Batman's a serious character. All right. Batman is a serious dude. He's a detective. He's a ninja. He's a fighter. You know, he's always scheming. He's a billionaire philanthropist. Oh, no, that's Iron Man. But he still, you know, falls into the same thing. Whew. But, you know, it is what it is, folks. So here's the thing before I make judgment on Robert Pattinson. You know, I got a joke about the sparkly Batman. We got a joke a little bit about him being kind of skinny, looking like he needed a cookie. You know, he, he needed to work out a little more for the role, gain a little weight. OK, but I can tell you that I do know and I see the questions popping up. Who's going to be the villains? Who's going to be in it? I can tell you this. Okay, a couple of things that have been seen on set through pictures that we've seen online during filming. This is the thing. Colin Farrell. You remember Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell played Bullseye in the Daredevil movie in which Ben Affleck played Daredevil, right? Well, Colin Farrell is playing the penguin in this movie. They've shown him he's not your fat, waddling around penguin, but he looks real gangster. Okay, so that's something that's interesting. So the takes on these characters seem to be a little bit different. It seems like they're going to mix a little bit of how they did Gotham from the television show. Because if you remember, the Penguin in Gotham wasn't like your Danny DeVito from the old school movie. Or your Burgess Meredith from the old school TV show. Or even looking like the comic book. He was kind of slim, you know, did his thing. So... We don't know how that's going to be. Yes, I can concur with my man Omar. Colin Farrell might be a little too tall, but it all depends on how they play out the character. Um, I don't have the cat guy's name, but they're also rumored to have the Riddler in the movie. So that should be interesting, between the Penguin and the Riddler. That sounds a lot like they're pushing... You know, a close connection to the Gotham television show, even though it won't be interrelated or anything like that. But it makes you think that they're taking some cues from how they did that as far as the casting and character design and how it looks. In addition, you know, this one drives a lot of people crazy because, you know, you know that people don't look at it. Let's get a good let's get an actor and make sure the actor is good. They Still harped on physical look based on the comic books. And I'm an old school comic book guy. And I like seeing interpretations of the character look like the characters that I grew up with. But we don't live in that world today. We live in a diverse world. And, hey, if you're a big comic book fan, you know about worlds, You know about what ifs. So people could look like whatever. Like I know people were tripping on Black Canary from Birds of Prey. They're going to trip on Catwoman from this because that's Zoe Kravitz. You know, Lisa Bonet's daughter. You know, for us old heads that were like Lisa Bonet, you know, hey. We see you going here. Zoe Kravitz, I think the last time we seen her was with that X-Men First Class. You know, so that, that's something to think about. So here's the deal. Okay, here's the deal. We're still waiting to see the final forms of these characters. We're still waiting to see what the plot synopsis, the storyline. You know, judgment's still out. Thank you for the first look, Matt Reeves. If you want to give us more, give us more. People are going to enjoy it. We're going to see what's happening. So it's either going to do well or it's going to do bad. Now, taking a look in the chats, you know, my man Omar brings up a point, says, hey, is it too many villains? Now, here goes the thing, you know, in the comic books, we're used to, as comic book fans, we're used to maybe one villain, two villains most. But they would be doing like two or three villains in these movies. And I think a lot of that is due to they're trying to cast a wide net to get a whole audience in and get people in. You know, if you're going to end the life expectancy of a movie usually is about three movies and then you're done with a trilogy, you know, notable exceptions, Fast and the Furious, James Bond, but they change the characters every so often, things like that. You know, there's there's, there's a few exceptions, but the exceptions to the rule should not be, you know, looked upon as, well, they did this here. So, you know, you got to figure that out got to figure that out. Now, I'm looking at also to address kind of what Miller said. Yeah, DC is starting to do a lot of single spin-off movies. You know, here's the deal. <laughs> this is the thing. When it comes to the live action movies, you're not going to get too many different movies. You're not going to get too much of the different things. You know, like the Elseworlds stuff. You'll get that. What you mentioned in the live chat, like Bruce dies and then Thomas becomes Batman, like Flashpoint. You'll get that in the animated features. Matter of fact, they already made it in the animated features. But you're not going to get a live action like that. But they're going to do little tweaks, little reimaginings, little things to kind of go. I think that's where the problem was with Birds of Prey. It's a reimagining. It's not straight from the original animated series. And it's not straight from the comic book. It's It's a mixture of the two, but not you know that so let them do their tangent now has this ever backfired in the past yes dragon ball z movie that failed because they took the characters and made a story that was just like what the hell is this okay i feel even though it won an oscar joker which was a good movie don't get it wrong it just wasn't the joker that we were used to or expect from the comic books OK, it's not saying that couldn't be a Joker, but they could have changed the character name to anything else. And the story would have been the same. But they used that name for drawing power. They put the connection to the Batman with Thomas Wayne, a young Bruce. They did that. OK, because they wanted they didn't want to build a universe around that. They wanted to have a pre-existing universe and go at it from there. But that is what it is. But anyway, folks. I think we're at the end of our time. We're about 27 minutes in. Thank you so much for listening to me rant and rave. Is and please leave a hit the video with a like, hit me with a comment on the video or on Twitter and tell me. Did do you give the do you give the back costume a thumbs up or is it a thumbs down? Is it a fail? Go ahead and leave those comments on the video, not in the chat, but leave it on the video. Comment on the video and Let's see how that goes from there. But anyway, everybody, thank you for joining in. You could be anyplace else. And as always, remember, if you can't say nothing nice to anybody, don't say anything at all. I'm about to drop this funky outro music. And, hey, if you can't say something nice, let me know. Y'all still ain't taking me up on this. I could say a few words about people. <laughs> anyway, peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. Gotta get that music on.